What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Stewart, and as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burton. Lennon, how are you doing this week? Doing good, man. Excited. Last of Us was phenomenal. Uh, Your Honor, episode one, crazy. Excited to talk about all of those, but even more excited to talk Oscar noms per usual with you. You know, we got our, our thoughts on the Oscars. But let me tell you, I tried to fucking get James Gunn's attention. I was like, hey, fellow, I know that it's January 25th and it's the, it's almost the end of the month and everybody's expecting you to drop uh drop the news. But as a lifelong DC fan, whenever you put out the news, that's when it needs to come out. I have faith in you, even if it doesn't come out in January. Do your best. Thinking he would take my thing, retweet it, and give us some news. I was baiting him. He didn't even read it. <laughs> How do you know he didn't read it? I'm just assuming because if he did read it, he should have responded. That'd have been fucking. I was a. I gave. I gave a nice message. <laughs> well, that is a good point though, because we are at the end of the month, and there hasn't been an announcement. And they said exactly. there would be an announcement in January. Exactly. Like so when? When? Sense. When is it gonna be? At the thirty first? Is he waiting until the last day? Was there an announcement that they're canceling Doom Patrol and Titan? Because we knew that. <laughs> hey, but that's a good thing, though, Schubert. That that shows that Nightwing's freeing up. These characters are freeing up. It's time. That that that's the best yeah, thing. I, mean, I think, and I think the consensus is everyone, even the fans of Titans, were like, "Yeah, it's time to end." And the CW shows are ending. They're freeing up all their IP. Like Lois and Clark, I think it ends next year. Like after the next season. Freeing up their characters. They do not want them out and about anymore. The only character that... I, I wouldn't be surprised if that Gotham show gets canceled next week. <laughs> Bro, you saw the trailer for that trash-ass show? I'm glad you never put that on the docket. No. Like, oh, God. No, I can't no. believe they're making that. That's horrible. Like, the only thing outside of... casting news for right now. It's like... Horrible. The only thing that will be outside of the James Gunn stuff is Matt Reeves. So hopefully, and maybe, you know what? Hopefully he reads my tweet tomorrow and, you know, gives us gives us a little something. I, I just want him to, to see the tweet, like it. I just want to like it because I was nice. That was a really nice tweet. <laughs> I will mention that the animated stuff is, I guess, continuing. We don't know about the Young Justice, but, you know, we saw the Harley Quinn mm-hmm. trailer. I didn't put it on here. Well, Gunn said he loves Young Justice. Up. So Gunn tweeted, Gunn tweeted that. He was like, I love Young Justice and the, the Bruce Timverse. He's like, I love both of those. So hopefully they continue. All right, cool. Yeah, and there's a new Batman trailer that just came out. <laughs> oh, for what? Ago, like two weeks ago. A, a new Batman? Was, for the movie? It was a new movie? Batman, like, animated. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I saw that, I saw that, I saw that, I saw that, I saw that. It was, uh... It didn't look good to me. His Kyle kind of looked like Robert Pattinson. I don't remember looking at that specifically. But hmm. I just remember, I was like, it's kind of stupid. Let's see if I can yeah. pull... I, let's see if I can pull it up, like, while we're talking real quick to see if this is what you're talking about. I just wish I knew the yeah, name. I did finish... I did finish that 90 show, and I will say... It was oh, was it good? good? The only thing about it... Yeah, it, it's good, because it's like... It does, like I said last week, it feels within the world. Like, it feels like you, you're you continuing on mm-hmm. and everything that revolves around, like, the former cast uh, works. The only issue is that the kids that are on the show are Is not it the Doom that came to Gotham? Or, Sorry to cut you off. 
That's it. Yeah. That, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I, yeah. I didn't like it that much. I didn't like how it looked too much either. <laughs> but but the main but that ninety show that yeah shows that the cast that the cast is not like the castable like you're, you're like if you look at that seventy shows cast you got Ashton Kutcher big star Mila Kunis big star. Mm-hmm. Uh, Topher Grace has been in some had had some really great roles in some really good movies. Thought like and, Black Klansman, Spider Man. He's been in some good stuff. Been Orange and Black. And uh, Wilmerville Dorama, you know, he's had a decent career. Yo, Mama. I, do you think Wilmer had the worst career out of all of them? Yes. <laughs> no, Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson had the worst. Oh career well. Out of all of them. I, okay, 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 okay. Let me. Let, all right, I'm about to pull the IMDb. The scandal. I was about to say, without the scandal, I think he he still might have had a better career than Wilmer. Oh, I don't know. I think Wilmer is way more popular, and David Demi Lovato. Rob, Wilmer so definitely is Wilmer is definitely more popular just for the fact that our generation had Yo Mama, and that was like a staple. But like when you look at his acting, all that he's been in is, is shit like NCIS. <laughs> like at no, least Dan, the, at least Dan Masterson had a show, huh? I think. No. Oh, was, oh, was he in NCIS too? Oh, okay, wait. He was like played small roles in like movies. Mm, you're right, Danny Masterson. Yeah, you're right. Vil- Wilmer had the better career. Danny Masterson was just doing small roles, like you said, small roles in movies. Maybe they knew he was a bad, a piece of shit. That's why they didn't give him roles. Possibly. Possibly. Shoot. So, and then like you know the Red Red and Kitty, they're great. So I think that show's gonna get picked up second season. Um, the only issue is that like main character doesn't live in Point Place. Ah, uh, okay. Like Eric lives in Chicago, so it has to be little small bits, like the ten episodes that they do. I hope if they like that's a new show never had the shorter seasons. You know, like they had like the long twenty episode seasons, which is being able to live with the characters for a while and let things develop helps a lot. Okay. Um, so that's that's the problem with sitcoms and like television now is that because they're putting so much into it, they're not making as many episodes. And sometimes uh, you need so you think he need, okay. So because it's from the network model, it it doesn't need the streaming model of episodes. Like in the streaming model, we'll get like 10 episodes in a comedy and be good. This needed the 1520 to really build us and get us where we was going. Got you. Yeah, see, yeah. that's a good point. When network shows think because streaming is popular, they make these network shows streaming level. And it's like it does. And when I say streaming level, I mean streaming like length, the amount of episodes. And it doesn't work because we haven't been with those characters enough because you tell it still in a network television style with like more emphasis on the slapstick jokes instead of diving into the characters where in network models, you get to know the characters over a long period of time. That's why you fall endearing to them. And that's why people sometimes say for network comedies, the first season is the weakest because they spend, they, they, you need to get to spend longer, get to know the people. Now, if nine, that 90 show realizes that and puts out a 20 episode season next, that might, it might be really, really good. Okay. The positive thing about this season is that they basically started it around the fourth of July, so you really only had a month left. Okay. Of summer anyway, and next year I would assume that she would start the summer there, so it'd be at least a couple months that she'd be there. Ah, uh, okay. But 
Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. And what else did I watch? Who was um, the best person? In? Who would you say out of the? Bachelor. Who would you say was the best out of all the 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 old cast? Out of what? Out of the new cast or the old cast? Yeah, out of out of the cast we know, and you could do the uh the the new cast too. All right. Well, out of who we know, you only see Kelso, Jackie, Eric in the first episode. Oh, so they don't come so back? I thought there was a really... finale, or is that Wilmer? Wilmer's in three episodes. Okay. Oh, he needed it. <laughs> and Donna is in three One. or four episodes. Oh, she needed it too. Orange the new black over with. <laughs> yeah. And then Red and Kitty are in every episode. Uh, Don- Donna's dad comes back for one episode. He needed it for sure. <laughs> And uh, Tommy Chong's in, in it for two. Ashton and, and Milo only in one, huh? Only in one. Yep, figured. Figured. And Topher only. Topher should have probably been in two. He he probably needed it. Well, he has big roles, man. Like, right. He has big roles, so. And he has a he has he's on the home economic show unless it got canceled. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Hey, I like that show with uh him and uh. I never saw it. And Take Jimmy Tad Tatro. Yeah, I, I try to watch all Jimmy, Jimmy Tatro stuff because he comes from like that workaholics era of like funny internet stuff. Like that I mean, was also he was a funny internet guy who made it. So you got to support that. Exactly. That, that's our era, man. So it's crazy how we have like multiple generations. Like we have the pre internet era and then the post, and we have connections to like both. I think that's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, who's the who's the best new person? Like, wh- who's kid? And are they kids of all of them, or is just Donna and uh, what you call his kid? You get Donna and Eric's kid is uh-huh. Leia Foreman. Okay, do you get, you get uh, Mila's and kid? You get Jackie and Kelso's son. Okay, Jay Kelso. Okay, and nice. Everyone else's. Isn't there like? Isn't one of them Jackie and Wilmer's son too? I saw that on TikTok. Like that was a theory or something. No, they don't have any of that. Like we, Kitty asks Fez about what. Oh yeah, are they beefing? And yeah, and they're beefing because Jackie like dumped him. Yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wilmer's still cool with Eric and Donna. Okay, yeah. Foreman's. Okay, so that's what it was on TikTok. There's beef. Okay. You think they're gonna explore that? Um, They should in the second season. No. It's not and worth it. They do, and if and if they do a second season, I would not explore. Damn. Okay. So it's not I, worth I it. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do much. I wouldn't do much with the old people, or so else it's gonna like damn. Is that is show. that good to just say? But fuck I do it. like. I do like Wilmer in the show. Okay. I think like I you know if I were to do old stuff in the show, I wouldn't really worry about the relationships between the group unless you brought them in to like you know do fun stuff. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wor- have any drama between them. I w- but I would keep Donna around an occasion because she she needs her mom. Yeah, that the mom and dad gotta be there. Like what? Topher. How do they explain him not being the there? Oh, it's the summer. It's the because summer. That's how. Yeah. It's it's the summer, and he had signed her up for space camp with him. Oh, like they were going to space camp together. So he so just he's at space camp. camp. Okay. Yes. So yeah, if they do a second season, they gotta ex- like. Are they gonna keep doing that? Like explaining him away, like. I mean, it's possible, but it also he and Donna could just like stay in Chicago mm-hmm. because she like stays she with the really grandparents. because she really established herself as like, oh yeah, I want to stay with my grandparents and and Kitty and Kitty loves that she's there. And, okay, 
Real. Now, let me ask you this. Did are the is the new cast good enough to where they don't have to Girl Meets World? Because Girl Meets World was so bad that the second season they had to bring Sean back in and start doing Sean and Corey shit. And then it really just became about the adults and the kids were like, hey, what about us? <laughs> like, and, yeah. Well, I think what's really fun that they would occasionally do is they would bring in that offbeat side character from okay. certain episodes. Oh, from like, the, okay, so random. Yeah, like, like okay. in the last, in the finale, like Fez had a feud with the actor who was in, I think it was, it's either the community, the guy who was in community as the dean or the oh, guy who looks okay. just like him. Yeah, like, that guy's he was, funny. He was on that show and Fez and him had a feud and they brought that back in the finale. Oh, I remember that. Okay. That's what's um, up. So stuff like that is fine. And I think Fez as a character, he could even be more normal. Okay, because so he doesn't dating, he doesn't have to be weird like dating. he used to be. Well, no, he could be weird. I'm just saying, like he could be a normal role. Oh, like a reoccurring. He, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, he he should be the most reoccurring because his character fits. And he still lives in dating, that town. He's dating one of the moms of the kids. Okay, so and lives next door the form, or and the and the mom that he's dating the performance and Don's old. Damn, so basically he fell off. Like, does this Kelso and Jackie still live in that town? Yeah. Okay, so okay, so really the only ones who got away were Donna and uh whatchamacallit. Yeah, they never mentioned what happened to hide. Oh yeah. I figured they wouldn't they wouldn't say that because like I mean it's you know it's a shitty situation. Well, I mean and didn't ever come up. But I mean, shit, it should have, though. Like, if we're being real, they should have, because Hyde lived with them for so long. Like, he lived with never came up. Like, it, it just doesn't come up. Just in conversation, it just like, wasn't, it wasn't, okay. So you're saying naturally it worked that they didn't bring him up. Yeah, it just didn't, it never, it gotcha. didn't have any reason to bring him up. Any reason, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I just was looking at the cast. Do you think Sam, our guy Sam Levine will get a... A call to go be a side character. He's in like two episodes as a rando. But um, but yeah, so I think that show has potential to continue. Okay, I'm glad you watched it because that was that was good to know. What else you watch? I would. It would be nice if Netflix kept doing some shows that are. They, you like know they're gonna cancel that shit in your second season. Yeah, they're probably gonna cancel next week. I feel bad that you watched it because like. It's up and like the fucking CEO was like, we don't cancel everything. We we only cancel stuff that doesn't work. And then like someone quote tweeted it and was like, look at all these shows. Audience rating are higher than some of the fucking shows you kept. And and like he he couldn't say anything like it was there was there was there was there was nothing he could say to that question of like, well, what about how these shows are critically rated high and audience rated high? But they get they get a. Hansel, he should have been on Twitter. Like he was dumb for responding to people the on Twitter. Metrics, the computer metrics. Say. <laughs> You're wrong, buddy. <laughs> um, the other thing I watched uh, was uh, The Bachelor. Oh, was it good? The Who's the new Bachelor? Um, you know the guy who played Crunk on Emperor's New Groove. Oh, his dad. I remember you telling me about and, that. Yeah, it's his uncle. Oh, his uncle. Okay, because wasn't yeah. he in the last season? Yeah, he was in last season. He's okay, really hey. boring. Let me really look. Boring. Let me look. Let me look him Back up. I want to see how he looks. Like... Who was he pulling for? Which which one of the girls? Rachel. Rachel. Okay. Of course, he was pulling for Rachel. This guy. Oh, this guy looked like a t- he. Oh my gosh, he was a tool in the show. I hated this guy. Yeah, he was lame. 
This is him, ladies and gents, for those that don't know what we're talking about. Was his episode boring? It had to be, because he is boring. Um, it's the, the way The Bachelor is gone the whole time I've watched the show. Of the, the girls early carry season, it? Of, not of the nine early seasons, because like the Jason Mesnick season. Like, the, gr- the boys were cool. Like the Bachelor, early Bachelor yeah. stuff, the boys were dope. But like the later seasons, yeah. it's been trash. And now it's, it's, it's the girls. The girls are carrying it. Yeah, man. Ever since, I, I think... Ben was the last good bachelor. But they they saw how Ben had drama with like other women that they tried to recreate that drama every time and it didn't fucking work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go into you know, debating bachelors. Was, <laughs> oh, did you did you fine. not like Ben? Oh, I thought Ben was fine. I'm just saying like yeah. I don't know if he was the last great best bachelor because i still oh, okay. think like because you like the old dude you did like that old was like as a as like an idea was more compelling than ari or that's what yeah ari ari wasn't that was and, um, and matt james as a concept was good but he was wasn't good i actually you know what after seeing matt james a lot on tiktok juby i kind of like him bro i'm not gonna lie to you that's the issue i don't know what happened <laughs> the, maybe it was like he wouldn't do what the producers or maybe he did do what the producers said he told him yeah because like if he would have been himself he would have like, been, cool. been cool yeah like the guy when he's talking like on his podcast or on tiktok and, and when i say his podcast i don't listen to his bachelor whatever that shit i'm talking about his sports podcast where he talks because he used to be a football yeah. player like and he was good mm-hmm. apparently Wake. yeah and no, then he, he wasn't Oh, he wasn't. He was I, oh well, he he made a scene. Of he course, played. he yeah. He played he, Tyler. Okay, I was about to say because he definitely talks shit to Tyler every time. Like Tyler, I was better than you. You was trash. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler's best seasons came when he was at Fort Atlantic. Okay, real. Okay, so look, I'm looking at it right now. Nick Vale wasn't that good of a bachelor. You didn't like that but guy, he was, but he was dramatic. Yeah, and exactly. He, and and he brought the drama. Understandable why he was. Picked. Yes, and I like agree with that. Dudes, you're like, what the fuck are you picking this guy? I agree. Ari was, I didn't like Ari, but you were, you were indifferent on him. Colton's Ari's fucking girls sucked. were great. Yeah, Colton's Col- girls were great. But they should shouldn't it wasn't the black guy that we wanted for Colton season instead of him? Which no, one was it, was it where we wanted was, the, uh, the black guy instead? Was no, that Peter Weber's? No, that, was, that was it. Was Colton because yeah, it was Mike Colton. was going for better. We wanted yeah. Mike. Yeah, yeah, we wanted Mike, and Mike would have been a better bachelor. Peter Weber's wasn't bad. I'll give you that. I didn't dislike the airplane pilot. He was cool. I, he, but the only issue with him is that you could yeah, drama. Him. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. Tyler was a good dude. Better. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. And Clayton sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Both times they picked someone named Clayton or someone with a C, Clayton, Colton. Trash. <laughs> but we're awesome. glad we... Glad we talked about the Bachelor. That that might make me watch this season. And just to, if the girls are good, keep keep a keep an ear out on it. I don't know. All right, are, are they fire girls? Be, though? I think it might be too stale. Was anybody like entertaining as a girl competitor? No, damn. Should I just wait for Love Island? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's what I'll watch with you then. And also, because Special Forces trash. I tried watching the new yeah, episode. I can't trash because they is, they take it too serious. Like. I should have known be, being a military show, they were going to be serious instead of bringing jokes and picking fun at them. No, they're like, we want to make your life better. And I'm like, bro, Jamie Spears is a fucking horrible person. Like, <laughs> like y'all, like, 
all this stuff she's lying to y'all when she was so mean to her sister and was her conservator. Do y'all not want, do y'all not know what's happening in the world right now? Dwight Howard sucks as a human being. Do y'all not know what's happening in the world right now? Like, right. There's some people on this show who fucking suck. <laughs> and Danny yeah. Amendola is going to win it all. So what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty stupid. So I'm really kind of <laughs> yeah. They let me down, and then Milf Manor, like you said, doing all those weirdo competitions. <laughs> me, Kurt was like, I'm not watching this incestual shit. <laughs> nah, Having the, the mom thing- suck the the bow off of the, the all the different boys, and one of them's their son. That's crazy. And you know, I've seen some people on TikTok about it. My girlfriend's talk about it. It's just like there's some other dating shows out there that just tell Good. more compelling stories than The Bachelor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, a lot of stuff on TLC that's not Milk Manor, you know, like, like what? Married at First Sight. Oh, yeah, Married at First Sight. 90 Day Fiance is hilarious. Hilarious. And then Love Island, so, if yeah. you want serious, like, looking for love, that's be- that's way better. Right. And then, like, you know, there's new stuff. I, I mean, I think, like... Because the there's some Love Island couples that are still there. together. Sure. There's, like, sure. a good yeah, bit. I think, like... The show that Amazon tried to do, if they would, if they had the Bachelor money, it would have been good. The one about like people who get get away, like the oh, one that got yay. away or whatever. I remember we talked about that. And yeah. um, and then and then F Boy Island was only good for a year, but you can come up with stuff like that again. F Boy Island, I think the concept you couldn't they, do that again. Yeah, the concept got stale. The first season spectacular. It's just when you get to the second season, everybody knows what the dealio is. That's why I wasn't sure about the circle second season, but the circle instead, they figured out different style. It became more of a strategic gameplay than how it was the first time. The first season was like, all right, let's see how this social experiment works. The after that, it really became a contest of all right. We're being strategy. Wait. We're playing the game. Yeah, like if your if your first season is very very much so a spectacle. The second season might not work unless you actually turn it into a game of like wits and strategy and betrayal. Right. So yeah, but, and, and then like even last year we saw Joe Millionaire. Yeah, I that liked was, it. <laughs> that was pretty good. Do you think they bring that back? Maybe I think they because I thought it was successful. Uh, yeah. So and there's other stuff out. There. And I like okay, the let's, uh, let's... the Jonas Brothers one. I don't claim to fame, but that's not a dating show. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just reality. You're right. It is coming back, though. They nice. Nice. I hope they get some good some good relatives. Well, I think having Kiki Palmer's win was a good move. No, yeah, that was great. That was great. But yeah. I'm saying you got to get some names in there that we care about. Like, having Zendaya's brother in there, that was dope. But, like, we didn't know who that white guy's family was. Like, who was it at the end? I don't even remember. It wasn't like Blake Sheldon or somebody famous, like someone we it was, know. It was, you know, it was it was Jason Aldean. I'm pretty sure. Oh, he's pretty big. Okay, I didn't know it was Jason. I know who Jason Aldean is. My bad. Okay, that's his uncle. Okay, yeah, real. All right, All right solid. So let's, let's, let's talk about the two trailers that we have. Yeah, because there's no DC, Star Wars, or Marvel news right now. We're still in the dog days of the beginning of the year. Everybody's yeah, gearing yeah. up. And then this week's Bad Batch was lame, but the last two episodes of Bad Batch have been really good. So okay, real. people go watch at least the third episode of Bad Batch. It's like rated a nine out of ten on IMDb. It's like, okay. fuck yeah, peak Star Wars. I might, I might get into it, man, because you and shout, again, shout out to Fire Rifle in our Discord. If you want to join the Discord, link in the description. Y'all can come chat with me and Schubert I mean, and the rest if, of the community. If you basically know, he said it's great. Who the, if you, if we 
yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty good, but like there's some episodes like this week where it's just like yeah, but, he did you know, say that's that how it was a rebel. He said kid. it was a kid, though. It oh, like one of those rebels kids duds episode. Yeah, Poloni always has those with his with Fine his enough. uh did not fight the empire. Oh, like, gross. They fought animals. Every time Filoni animals. brings in those fucking animals, I think of the sea whales. Animals and, and droids, like <laughs> yeah, bro, droids. Like. Bro, every time he fucking drops the ball with those episodes. I hate those. But we can get that trailer. It's my bad. It's about the Filoni rant. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so let's talk about Dungeons and Dragons. I really so- could care less about this movie. Look, I could care less too, <laughs> but it, it, it didn't look bad. That's what I was coming to say. The trailer looks solid. I'm not going. I'm not paying money to watch it in theaters. I watch it when it comes on streaming. Watch it on Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah I, and I'm not renting it either. It's not one of those movies I pay to rent. Like I gotta see this for free on streaming. Peacock, Paramount Plus, wherever yeah. it's at. <laughs> it's Paramount Plus. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just fine. Also, I found a new use for my Peacock. I know you noticed I've been using it for WWE, but I didn't know the Premier League soccer was there. Bro, I love Premier League soccer now. Like, I'm getting into it. Like, I started literally, I didn't tell anybody, I started two and a half weeks ago. Exactly. You know, when I told you I started playing, like, or a week week and a half ago, when I started playing FIFA, I literally watched, like, five documentaries on Peacock because they have them about different players and about the Premier League as a whole. And then I watched uh, a podcast about, like, about, there's this American guy who says, hey, if you're American and want to get into the Premier League, this is how you do it. And he breaks it down in all American terms. He uses a lot of basketball terms. And this white guy has some of the best videos. And then he did one that was, all right, here's to catch you up on the Premier League to what's happened to this point. Because they're at like the halfway point or something like that. And he explained it. And I'm I, I'm rocking with either Tottenham, uh, fucking, yeah. uh, Harry, is that Harry Kane? No, this is a uh, Blackburn Rovers. That's it. okay. They're uh, a champions championship league team, and then okay. there's, there's Blackpool. They're also a championship league. Okay, team. nice. My, my Premier League team is. Let me see uh, it. Leeds United FC. They, okay, the nick- Jamie Marsh. Yeah, the lick the nickname for that is Ye- Leeds United States of America because he's from America. They literally called him the Ted Lasso of the Premier League. <laughs> Right, their <laughs> coach, and then their top two players are Americans. Yeah, and and and, and, uh, and uh, Aronson. Brittany Aronson. Yes, sir. So I'm I'm either thinking about pulling for Tottenham, Leeds United, uh, Arsenal, or Liverpool because I can't pull for Man U because that's like pulling for the Lakers, and I can't pull for Man City because that's like pulling for Golden State. Yeah, I mean Liverpool right now would be like pulling for. In basketball terms, the Bucks. Is it like the? I thought they were like a low key team. Well, I mean, they're on top right now. Okay, I thought I thought Arsenal was on top. That's what Ridge was telling me. Some shit like oh, that. Shoot, you're right. Yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal. So I, that's why Arsenal's the Bucks. Ridge said Liverpool's like the Pelicans, like a young team who's on the up and up. That's that's given. That's not giving Liverpool enough credit. Liverpool is okay. like. Okay, they're better than that. Let me, let, let's think about it in NFL terms. If like the Cowboys are Man U, yeah, Kansas City is the Patriots. Let's or say. would you say Kansas City Chiefs because they're they're new and like they have Patrick Mahomes and they just started balling? Would Man U be uh the Patriots because they had good years but now they're okay, bad, having bad years? Patriots. Then I would say like maybe 
Let's say the Patriots and the Cowboys. Okay, yeah, because they haven't because they have Cowboys like losing streaks, but they had a good a good era. Right. Okay. And so yeah, Man City would be like what you said, Kansas City. Kansas City, like the young Patrick Mahomes, uh, like with Holland and De Bruyne balling. Then Arsenal would be 49ers? The Rams. That's the oh, the Rams? Okay. We'll, we'll just say the Rams because, like, very high, like, big game. Okay. Just came off winning, like, the league, being on okay. top of the table. Nice. Um, and Was Liverpool, Liverpool, Green Bay? The Bills. Oh, the Bills. Okay. Okay. Or Green Bay. Okay, nice. Because I said Maybe Green Bay because of Mo Salah. Winning pedigree. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, a winning pedigree, Mo Salah is Aaron Rodgers type situation. Would you say Tottenham is like the Bills? Can never get it done. But it has Harry Kane, a baller. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bro, yeah, all right. Now that I know that you... Now that I know, bro, me and you need to watch the Premier League together. And like, I'm not saying doing a pod because I'm not trying. Reggie, Reggie's going to make do a Premier League pod. But me and you should just watch the Premier League and talk about it. I'll bring you on for my radio show. Like, that is awesome. I didn't know you liked it. Mm-hmm. And for those out there who are like, how's this bros who binge related? Because it's on Peacock and I'm giving y'all something and, to and use Paramount on Peacock. Plus. Exactly. I, like, I wish the Champions League was somewhere. Like, I think it's so Not smart anything. that these streaming services are taking soccer because you know what's going to HBO Max, the World Cup, or whatever. Or some, something's going to HBO Max soccer related that I saw. Yeah, I did see that. I don't know. I don't know if it's the World Cup for the next time or what, but I think I think it's American soccer. I really do. Yeah, it is. It is U.S. soccer. So they're going to be streaming U.S. men's and women's soccer. They bought the rights. NBC did not get it. NBC just has the Premier League and the cha- and uh, just the Premier League. That's that's a miss by NBC. NBC should have bought the World Cup. I mean, uh, bought U.S. soccer because you could have been the hub of all soccer. They they slipped up. That's fair. Yeah, you just said that. But I mean, like like I said, they do have Paramount as Premier League too. Okay, real, real. Also, streaming service wise, WWE is being looked at to be bought by Disney, Disney, which would be crazy. Putting WWE on Disney Plus, that would be nuts. Like, wait, I wait, wouldn't wait, want I'm, that. I was going to say, but don't you think it would like tone it down? Yes, I would not want that at all. I actually want them to go to. So Tony Khan and and Warner Brothers are talking about. They already own AEW. They're talking about buying WWE and making it into one big company. I would rock with that, but I really want WWE to get bought by Amazon because I think Amazon would put a shit ton of money in it and let it go back to the old like PG-13 close to R rating. Warner Brothers won't let that happen. Possibly, yeah. So streaming service war updates. But But just want to let y'all know. Speaking of Amazon, the Amazon show Daisy Jones and the Six. That's the other trailer we have. Look good. I'm excited about this show. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting. It's got the mock you drama or where's documentary. Yeah, feel to it. Uh, of, Is it a real story? See, I don't know. It could, it could be. I okay. Don't know about it. That's what I wanted to ask you when I watched the trailer. Is this based on something real or is this, you know, just something made up? I'm about to Google it right now. I know it's a book. Okay, let's see what it's based on. It is based on the not J- Taylor Jenkins 2019 novel, David. This, yeah, I don't think it's based on something real. Yeah, but it's a good idea of like a concept. Yeah. Like, 
take, we're going to go back through this famous band's history and see why they broke up. Yeah, hell yeah. And the fact that it's fictitious, you can go as raunchy and far as you want where you're not having to worry about someone's feelings. Yeah, we've talked about that before. You know, it's got a really interesting cast. You know, mm-hmm. Riley uh, Keough, your girl. Riley Keough, Suki Waterhouse. Um, Ooh, Suki Waterhouse is a great actor. Tim- Timothy Oliphant comes in for some episodes. Oh, nice. Okay. So, and, and the band has, uh, there's going to be music in it from uh, R- Rilo, Kylie, The Who, Nine Inch Nails, Pearl Jams, David Bowie, Elton John, Jeff Beck, and The Wallflowers. So they're making it really rock and roll, so. I'll watch the show. So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, we'll same. See, um, does it say a release date on that? Oh, I didn't see one. I don't remember. It probably does. But... I'll, I'll, I'll Google it real quick yeah. while you get into the next story. Yeah, so getting into the stories, we'll try and run through some of them. March 3rd. Yeah, March 3rd. Hey, that's the same day as Mandalorian. Ooh, um, <laughs> you're watching the Mando first. <laughs> Uh, oh, we so got Invincible, huh? Teaser. Yeah. Oh, bro, the fact that they 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 told us it was going to come mid-2023 to, like, summer. Now it's coming at the end of the year. That's so trash. But I will say they teased one of the big villains in the far-out shot when you see the three tables. The table to the right with the guy with the hood on his head, that is a villain coming up in either this season, if not at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I saw all that stuff and I was looking at the teaser too and I was like, oh, well, at least, you know, you're giving us an idea of what we're going to see. Also, the and blue suit. Also about his dad. His new suit is coming, baby, which I'm hype about. Yeah, now they're about to get into his dad's away. So, like, his dad is no longer the focal point. It's him and Earth villains for now. And then something will happen that will attract the Viltrumites. So then it'll be him versus the Viltrumites. And that's when they'll bring back his dad. But but before they do that, they have to build him up so he's strong enough to fight the Viltrumites. Because before this, his dad whooped his ass pretty easy. He's not ready to fight the Viltrumites yet. No way. No. So it's going to be good to have that. Yeah, it's going to be a great season. Vox Mahina just came back. I saw that. So. For those fans um, who like Vox the, Machina, heard it's good nice though. To have some animation on, on Amazon again. And speaking, and, it, and it's good to have good news about animation because Justin Roiland is out. I don't know if you put that on the docket. Yeah, but, it's in here. Okay, it we, we might as well do it right now then. <laughs> yeah, so Justin Roiland's out on every contract he has. Dude, oh, so they got him out of Hulu too? I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. So he's off Rick and Morty. He's off Solar Opposites, and he's off Wall Man. Oh, he did that shit. They know he did that shit. Like, he about to get shows convicted. Are because if he, because if it was one of those things, like he said in his in his statement, how the evidence is going to prove that he didn't do it, they wouldn't have cut him that fast. His ass did that shit. They getting his ass out of here. That's crazy. Yeah, I just don't know how, I, I, I know how Rick and Morty's going to continue. I think they'll figure that out. Uh, there's multiple yeah, people who are, but solar opposites. Uh, how are they going to And the difference is with, with, with both Koala Man and Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland was a co-creator. He was more so like writing episodes and giving voices, but there were creations of Dan Harmon and the guy who made YOLO sing the girl, the YOLO thing on Adult Swim. Solar Opposites is just him. That show's going to (laughs) fail. That show's going to flop. Rick and Morty will be okay because Dan Harmon created it and he'll be able, and they'll bring in like the best animation writers. Same thing with Koala Man. Not worried about that. Also, there's actors who have shown they could do the Rick and Morty voices. So I'm, they'll find someone to do it perfectly. Not worried about that. But like you said, right. Solar Opposites, it sucks, man, because I want to know what happened to the little people in the tank. 
<laughs> I feel like that if they wanted to keep, to, keep that right, world, they might just do that. Hey, that's what they, yo, that's what they should do. They should really just say, hey, we're focusing on the people in the tank. Yeah. That'd be hard. Yeah. And I think like Royland didn't voice like the kids. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones that you you have to replace. I know he didn't voice the kids actually for a fact. Oh yeah, so you don't have to replace so. those. Yeah, real. Yeah, he only voiced the uh the main two guys, the main two aliens. I only think it was the uh, the main guy. It was the main alien guy, the huh? Yeah, it was both of yeah. them. The green one too. I don't think he. Did oh, it wasn't that. the green one. Okay, well then, shit. They can maybe keep it going, but I'd be worried about the writing. You'd have to get a good writer to come in and continue. I thought right. he did the green one, too, because it sounded like Morty. Yeah, That's what Thomas I thought. Thomas Middleditch does that. Oh, well, easy then. <laughs> That's what's up. Well, honestly, if, if Thomas Middleditch just wants to take over. and do He stuff, could, yeah. He, that's what I'm, he is. That's what I'm saying. And you could bring in our boy Ben Schwartz and have it be Middleditch and Schwartz animated, baby. <laughs> the other, he was a co-creator. The other creator is Mike McMahon. Okay, maybe Mike McMahon can continue. It also works on Rick and Morty and does Star Trek Lower Deck. Oh, they're going to continue with him. He's going to continue. So he can probably do it. Rick and Morty's at least continuing for 10 seasons. That's when it's probably going to end. Yeah. Because they signed a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about Solar Opposites and Koala Man, though. Those may end sooner than expected. So some of the other stuff is uh, Dennis Quaid signed on to Opposite, uh, the star opposite David O. O How do you say his last name? Oh, Hold on, let me see. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't have this. I put. I turned it off real quick. Oh, do, David. Yeah. David. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, Lowo. David. Oh, yeah, Lowo. Yeah. However you say that, guys. David. Oh, yeah, Lowo. Yeah. Um, and they're signed on to star in a Paramount Plus series called Bass Reeves. Okay. Oh, shit! Yeah. David Oluwole is gonna be Bass Reeves. Yeah, yeah. So holy shit, we don't know that Lyndon knows. Uh, Ole will will play legendary, the legendary titular lawman. Um, Reeves is known as the greatest frontier hero in American history and believed to be the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Not believe he he was (laughs) in the post recreation era as a federal peace officer in Indian Territory, capturing over 3,000 of the most dangerous criminals without ever being wounded. He was African American. And Bro, he was the first real, real like hitman cowboy that we base things off of. He was like, Bass Reeves is so cool. If you remember Watchmen, that was their their ancestor, and that's who inspired the uh the old man to become a superhero. It was Bass Reeves, it was that movie. And then in yeah. in Nope, or yeah, in Nope, uh the, the beginning commercial where they talk about the horses with the first things in Hollywood, it was Bass Reeves riding the horse. And yeah. in fucking Lovecraft Country, they talk about Bass Reeves too. He's literally the earliest black hero that we know of. This is a ama- Schubert. This is what I'm talking about when I say we don't want slave stories anymore. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I love this. I'm going to watch this. We're going to review this on this show. We're supporting this. This is awesome. Hopefully, we get Don Quixote next. Like, let's give the Spanish cowboy his shine. Right. Um. So that's all. Really exciting being Paramount Plus, and who do you think is directing it? Oh, I hope it's somebody good. Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, Taylor. Fuck yeah. Taylor Sheridan said, Y'all think I'm making the Republican uh, uh, fucking Sopranos? I'm gonna show y'all, I'm gonna make a Bass Reeves show. 
Fuck yeah, Taylor Sheridan. All I ask, all I ask is that he gets some black writers in there so we can get the black experience involved. But he's a, yeah, he, knowing him, he takes things serious. He makes good TV. This is fucking um, best news I've heard all day. Shout out to you, Shuby. I needed this. Bass Reeves, a black Western. We saw black Westerns work with the harder they fall. That's awesome. I'm trying to see if they have anything on it right now. Um, I wonder if David Quaid's going to be the villain. This white lady who writes for, who wrote for The Rookie, which probably the earlier seasons would not be a bad. I wonder, what do you think, uh, who do you think David Quaid's going to be? Oh, and he kind of looks like Um, Bass Reeves now that I got the picture up. Look at that. He's Dennis Dennis Quaid's going to play Cheryl Lynn, a deputy U.S. Marshal. Oh, so he's going to be his partner. Okay. Yeah. He looks like him. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this place probably going to be his white partner. That's like getting the, getting the accolades for, you know, that, that type of shit, racist shit in the, in the eighties, in the 1800s. Um, so the next story we have is Rami Malik is in talks to play Buster Keaton in a Matt Reeves produced series. I saw that. Warner Brothers TV. I saw that. Okay. My only thing with this is, I assume that the, uh, the bat, this is the one for you, one for me thing. Batman's for you. This is for me. Let's just keep in mind, Matt, that we need to get the Penguin show out and Batman 2 out before we focus on any of this no, other he's shit. Producing. Oh, okay. So he's not writing it. Okay. Well, that's cool. Because yeah. because John Campion was making it seem like, and I don't watch John Campion anymore, but it just came across my TikTok feed and he was like, Oh, Matt Reeves is spending more time on other stuff than the Batman. Warner Brothers already messing up the new DC era. I'm like, bro, John, why are you hating? Just because Henry Cavill was your boy. Stop hating. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, okay. Now that it's just producing, it's definitely going to be fine. Not, not. And it's, and, it's, and it's Warner Brothers television. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Let's be real. It's not HBO. I was about to say, unless it's HBO, but that'll probably be on TNT then if it's Warner Brothers television. Because <laughs> that's where a lot of Warner Brothers TV goes. Yeah, he's not writing that or direct. Yeah, okay. Not worried at all. <laughs> um, HBO Max is developing a comedy series called Unfriendly Black. And it's not even HBO Max. That's how you should know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, from Kiki Palmer, Jermaine Crawford, and Amy and, and Nobi. What I okay. thought was interesting about this is the log line because it sounds like something a Fox News uh, correspondent would would write about. Oh, it is the it? series is a comedic satire exploring Gen Z's weaponization of the political correctness told through the eyes of four high school girls. Oh, this is gonna be gas. <laughs> this is gonna be yeah. gas. <laughs> With Kiki Palmer. Oh, that's gonna be gas. But she's too old to play a high school person. I, I don't think she. I think she. Might be on the writing directing side of it. Okay, I hope so. Cause Kiki, Kiki is it's time to take that next step up after making Nope and showing you're an amazing actor and a multifaceted uh woman. You need to be, if not acting, directing and writing. You shouldn't be acting as a high school student anymore. You're too old for that. I think with like her having this child and stuff like that, and I think she even said when she was pregnant that she was gonna take some time off screen. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, so you're thinking taking it off to work a yeah, got you, got you, got you, got you. That's a that's dope. Uh, so House of Dragon star Patty Constantine is set to star along Mina Mossad of Aladdin. He finally gets a yeah. Gets a Mina role. finally got a good role. Good for him. He'll be playing in the boxing drama Giant, based on the true story of British uh, Yemeni Prince Naz- Nazim Naz Hamad. 
and well. his ascent to a world championship under the tutelage of Irish-born boxing trainer Brendan Engle. Damn, that's a good role for Patty. Rowan at Akali. Yeah. And, He's uh, going to be the trainer, Brandon, huh? Who uh, produced Moonfall and Tinder Swindler, which is Oh, yeah, those are kind of bad. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he's in, but yeah, Patty's going to be the trainer. Um, but another executive producer is Sylvester Stallone. Oh, shit. And another person in Balboa Production. Oh, he got so mad that he's off Creed 3 like, and was like, I'm making. Yeah, he, this dude, Sly funny. Sly said, oh, y'all don't want me on Creed 3? Cool, I'm going to make my own boxing movie. <laughs> yeah, you know that's what he did. Oh, that's that's definitely what he did. character. Bro, that's exactly what he was like. All right, I'm about to make my uh, Indian version of Creed <laughs> or Arab Indian version Arab. of Creed. Arab version, excuse me. Arabic, yeah, my bad. No, pretty cool. Pretty cool. But story. that's good for Patty yeah. Constantine. The big question is where, where this is going to end up. I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to be Apple TV uh, or Paramount Plus. I feel like it's going to come out. I think I think it's going to come out in theaters. It just depends on like oh. what production company is going to be behind. Or, well, my or, guess who, or who. Sylvester Sloan's production company's well, see, it might be Paramount. That's what that's what I was about to say. I think it's Paramount with the Tulsa King stuff. Like he he didn't yeah. like that was Taylor Sheridan, but he like co-produced and like with that. So I think I think it's gonna be with Paramount Plus. Um so Netflix has added 11 actors to the cast of American Prime Evil. The six episode series was originally commissioned in December with uh, Taylor Kitsch in the lead oh, role. Oh god. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch. Um, he will now be joined by Jai Courtney, oh, Kyle Bradley Davis, Dane DeHaan, Betty oh, Gilpin. Oh, God. Um, All the shoulda... Bro, this is, a, this is the cast of shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Like, Jai Courtney, Taylor Kitsch, Betty Gilpin, Dane fucking DeHaan. Like, these are all the people... Shay Wiggum? These are literally all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And I love me some Betty Gilpin. But, like, come on, bro. She got market corrected. <laughs> they all got market corrected. Uh, American Primeval is described as a raw, uh, adventurous exploration of the birth of the American West. Ooh, I'm into that. Violent collisions of cultures, religions, communities as men and women fight and die for control of this new world, for a land that they truly believe is their destiny. The ensemble tells a story of the sacrifice they all must pay when they choose to enter a lawless and untamed wilderness. If they, interesting, right? Yeah, I was about to say, if they, if they go real with it, talking about how they feel they are entitled to the land, and have Native Americans as well and show that dynamic, I think it could be a good show. Now, I think that's going to be something we have to do a little bit more research on and see who's uh, involved. Minded. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is Netflix is only going to be Jeez. eight episodes <laughs> or six episodes. Uh, yeah, six episodes, which is not good. Hopefully it's like an hour. Yeah, I just went on my diatribe on that, that 90 shows about the same. You know, you're not giving a lot of time for things to happen. Yeah, damn. I'm I'm googling right now um to get to the IMDb. Yeah, I'm on the page. Peter okay. Berg is the director, which is oh shit, not bad. Peter Berg's pretty damn good. <laughs> I'm a big Peter Berg fan. Okay, he's the direct. Okay, who's who's the lead? Oh, Peter Berg. Okay, all right. This is a good group, Schubert. This I like this. Mark L. Smith is the writer. Is a series writer. He wrote for. Midnight Sky. Oh, oh, The Revenant and Overlord. I trust this. I trust this. I trust this. Especially with Overlord. Yeah, with Overlord and The Revenant, too, because it shows he knows that time period. And Peter Berg loves doing that type of shit. So, all right, I'm into it. All right, so Netflix. Maybe a good one. 
Good for Netflix. I mean, shit, we got Bash Reason now. This Western's getting a revival. I'm skipping this one. Yeah. Trip two reuniting the full Shout out. Going to Ghana. Hey, that, let me tell you. Let me tell you the joke about that. It's right now in the black community that everybody's going to Ghana because they're getting paid. Like mm-hmm. Ghana's giving people money if you're Ghanese to come back, like to their country, and like not to not to like uh to stay or anything, but just to visit to upgrade tourism. There's been an like over. I don't want to lie about the number, but it was in the thousands of black people that have gone to Ghana over the past two years. Wow. And they've been getting checks. Yeah. <laughs> to go. I'm trying to get, I don't think I'm Ghana knees. That's why I haven't gone. Cause I wouldn't get no money, <laughs> but uh, it's still hard. <laughs> Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I guess that's probably going to play into Oh, 100%. That's why they chose it. I'm shocked. The only, like, it, the only other place they could have chose was the Dominican Republic because there's an influx of black people going there, but that's to have sex with the locals because apparently the locals have sex with, with you right when you get to the Dominican. Like, it's, it's really easy to have sex with people in the Dominican Republic. Like, so if you ever tell your girlfriend that you're going to the Dominican Republic, people out there listening, and she's been on TikTok, she knows you're going there to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because my girlfriend and I have just been playing our Christmas trip and we were playing on possibly going to the Dominican Republic. Hey, but you're going with your girlfriend. You're not going on a, bro- a bro's trip. That's different. That's but if y'all do go, you, I want you and her to see how like how easy it would be for you to hook up with like how like that type of shit. I'm telling you, they, it, that's the rumor right now. That's why people been going. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Next story is that uh, Tron's getting their third movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hate that it's With, fucking Jared Leto. Jared Leto. God. Even worse. Way worse. Like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Son, that sucks. That's yeah, horrible. Ethan, Ethan Hawke, he's starting production on Wildcat. I a, saw that. Look at the life of Flannery O'Connor that stars his daughter, Maya Hawke. Yeah, she's the, he's as, directing as his daughter. O'Connor. Yeah. And uh, the ensemble cast includes Oscar nominee Laura Linney, uh, Philip Edinger, Raphael Cassell from Blind Spotting, Steve Zahn, Cooper Hoffman from Liquor's Pizza, and Seymour Hoffman, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, uh, and Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay, nice. Doesn't sound like a bad cast. It's pretty damn and good Will cast. Fitzgerald from Reacher. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. In addition to directing the film, Ethan Hawke will co-write the script with Shelby Gaines. Wildcat will follow Flannery O'Connor as she struggles to publish her first novel. A devout Catholic from Georgia, she was invited to a prestigious Iowa writer's workshop famous for, for her offbeat short fiction about the American South and her faith. She was played by Lupus for much of her life and died at 39. Damn. Well, look, that'll be a... a, a... Not going to be... A, not gonna be a feel good tale. Yeah, you. no, for sure, bro. Let me ask you: Do you not think it's too early for Steph Curry to have a documentary? News just news just broke that he's awesome. putting out a documentary, underrated for the first time. Like he just we watched it. Before. Oh, we did. Do you think it's gonna be just about Davidson, or do you think it's gonna be about his NBA career? Because if it's about his NBA career, then I'm upset. Because like it's too soon. I feel, I feel like it's gonna be everything up to the Winning? first title team. Okay, I hope so, because like it's too early for because, that. Like, because like the Davidson stuff, I feel like it's already been a documentary. Has and it? I feel like it would be interesting to know about his first few seasons. Okay, and then like getting the group, getting the team together. 
Yeah, I don't want to know anything about the I don't want to know anything about the championship team until we get the the Warriors last dance because you know we're getting one. Right. And like I don't want multiple of these. Like I want just one. Steph is he doing too much? Like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a he needs to just like get on the ring or whatever with his brother, you know. Yeah. Other family, the Rivers family. Exactly. And and just have talk on a podcast if he wants to get some stuff out. But like it's too early for a doc. Way too early. Yeah. Also, Aquatine Hunger Force is coming back February 8th. Big news for those animated Um, fans. Speaking of animated comedies, South Park will return to its normal broadcasting spot on Comedy Central Wednesday night starting February 8th. Talk about a, a group of guys as vulgar and because people were like, oh, Justin Rowland, you should have known he was a bad guy from watching Rick and Morty. He did all that vulgar stuff. He was talking about all that creepy shit he was like on Rick and Morty. No, Trey and Matt Stone. I was about to say, Trey and Matt Stone are as vulgar as you possibly can be. And like they do weird shit. They do dark shit. And they're some of the nicest human beings on this planet. But it's genius. Oh, it's, it that's is. The, that's the difference. Like Rick and Morty stuff is clever, but like. I wouldn't say that that's Justin Rowland. I, I would say that's more Dan Harmon because we've seen that with Community. Like we've seen the the stuff that the stuff that I think is brilliant and funny about Rick and Morty. I can tell the influence from Community. You know what I'm saying? Like I can pinpoint right. it. But like in like for example, you notice Solar Opposites not as a good show when Justin Rowland's by himself without like a main contributor, like the koala man shit that works because of the soul, the YOLO, the YOLO girls. I, I watch the YOLO girl show. That shit is hilarious. And I see that in koala man, same thing with, uh, with Rick and Morty, but solar opposites, that shit is not good. And well, let me say it's not good. There's one part of solar opposites that we really like is the inside of the subterranean shit. That's the best shit. But and I feel like that's my command in this, but the shit with the fucking aliens and like, the Justin Roiland shit, that shit's not good. No. So, so but shout out to Trey so Stone and Matt Parker. For South Park. Yeah, facts, 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 facts. We, we need some of that satirical comedy. I, I want to know what oh. South Park's like and buy it into the, America because we don't. Yeah, there's a yet. there's a lot of good shit they could do with with transferring from Trump to Biden era. Right. Um, so the Madonna biopic is scrapped because she wants to get back on tour. Yeah, and she wants to do more shit. And like now, it's gonna suck because also I I don't think she liked the actress. Rumor was that she didn't think the actress was pretty enough, and she just used Oof. the tour to like scapegoat it. Like that's what the room and like that's horrible. Well, Julia Garner is just gonna go home and you know polish her Emmys and Golden Globes and be like, okay, Madonna, fuck you. Exactly. Julie Garner is such. She's a great actress. She shouldn't worry about this. She's gonna get better roles. And pretty, exactly, gorgeous. But she's gonna get better roles in this. And this would have this would have made her the Madonna person for forever. And now she doesn't have to get tied down to that. I don't know about that. Angela Armas is not gonna be Marilyn Monroe forever. Oh, that's because that shit sucked. <laughs> but look at Rami Malek. Dude hasn't gotten shit since Queen. Like, yeah, and that's that's why I'm worried. Gonna happen to Austin Butler. Austin, look, hopefully, like some people can break through. Ray, uh, Jamie Foxx, prime example, broke through. Wasn't Ray Charles? Shit, Chadwick Boseman had a gang of biopics and showed he could break through. But you gotta break through. Yeah, so good for Julia Garner getting out of that. Uh, Violent Night is getting a sequel. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's good. <laughs> so, it's on. It's on. <laughs> 
It's free on Peacock. Better than The Rock's Christmas movie that that's coming. The Rock, The Rock got to stop. I think The Rock is a bad. I think it's time that we have a conversation about how bad The Rock is. <laughs> it's hard, Lenny, because The Young Rock is like a hit. So I mean, if he wants to do, <laughs> if he just wants to like keep telling his life story. Like I'd like that. But if his movies aren't hitting. Your show about his life story. I mean, were they ever? <laughs> Good point. Good point. But I see why Dave Batista was like, yeah, don't compare me to The Rock. I'm not The Rock. I was in Blade Runner. I'm in I'm in fucking Dune. I'm in fucking Ryan Johnson movies. I'm in Denis Villeneuve movies. Like, The Rock can't sniff my jockstrap when it comes to acting. Shit. John Cena is starting to be better than The Rock. <laughs> Shit. Exactly. Like, like honestly, how hurt do you think The Rock was that everyone last year was so hype on Peacemaker, but was so not hype on Black Adam? <laughs> probably hurt. You <laughs> probably... see James Gunn take over. Take off, bro. And, and like the crazy thing Stop is, like search. it's 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 even crazier than we thought because on TikTok, some insider. Like there's these that you know you remember how I used to talk about NT lawyers blind items? Well, there's someone who right. reads NT lawyers blind items on TikTok now. And basically she said it was a power struggle between The Rock and James Gunn. And like James Gunn was like, look at what I did with John Cena, look at what I did with Suicide Squad, look at what I did with Guardians. Black Adam was a failure. And like they were battling, like The Rock was like, I have success. And James Gunn was like, where? Where is his success, Haslov? What movies has he done good? And it was like they were battling out. And it was, and, and that's why The Rock did Henry Cavill because he thought he could get social media to be behind him and be like, yeah, we want The Rock, Henry Cavill. But when Black Adam came out and they saw that it didn't make any money, they were like, nah, we're going with James Gunn. Imagine if Black Adam made a billion dollars. We The DCEU would be The Rock universe. <laughs> Yeah. That would suck. She, she would have been fucked. It'd have been Black Adam versus Batman. It'd have been The Rock. The Rock would have been doing everything, bro. It'd have been trash. We lucked up I'm, big time. I'm looking right now just because I'm curious. What I what I would say are the best rock movies. <laughs> I'm gonna look too. Let me look real quick. <laughs> um, The Mummy Returns. But is he like a main in that? <laughs> That's yeah, Brendan. Oh, okay, okay. He's he's a Scorpion King. He's the main villain. Oh yeah, he is the Scorpion King. But the Scorpion King movie sucked itself. Right. I didn't say that. I just said. Oh no, I'm terms. just. I was just. I know. I know. I was just saying in general. So you got one. <laughs> All right. Gridiron I'm, I, Gang. Yeah, I like Gridiron Gang. I like Red Notice. I do. Okay, we'll give him that. Do you count free um, guy? No, because he's just a voice. Okay, I'm looking at it. Do you too. count the other the other guys? I probably wouldn't. Mm. I'd say that's a good. That's a good. I'm, I'm, I'm not counting Jumanji because oh, oh, I am counting Jumanji. He was the first one. I'm gonna count Jumanji. Count Jumanji, and I'm not gonna count Fast and the Furious, but I will count Hobbs and Shaw because I can. I'm with you. Good time I'm with you. I'll count Hobbs and Shaw. Are we counting Moana? Yes. All right, I'm at five. You're at six. Central Intelligence, are you counting it? Because that'll be my six if 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 it's not if you're not counting it. I'll take it. All right, so yeah, so The Rock has like out of all these twenty, like six or seven. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts. And like I know Dave Batista got more than him, but he probably got that with less time. 
Yeah, it, but Dave Bautista is also a character actor. He's a real actor. He's not trying to be a leading man. And he said as much. Like, he knows that, like, he's better at being a, a helper. Like, Glass Onion is better than anything The Rock has made. Fucking uh, Dune is better than... And Dune and Blade Runner and Glass Onion are better than anything The Rock has made. Anything. There's not one thing that comes close. But I'm going to say Glass Onion because he was more of a main character in that than Dune and Blade Runner. But in the second Dune, he's going to be a main character because he's the main like villain that works under Austin Butler's character. So it's going to be huge. Did you ever end up seeing Stuber? I did. That shit was not good. <laughs> I was wondering because I was like, was that any good? No, it was not good. I saw it at, like in a hotel. And it was basically... Uh, his, that was basically Dave Bautista's best rock impersonation and it was kind of better than the rock movies like that <laughs> that's funny like that and, really and was he, his version of ride alone and like, batista has a has a big role on one season of c which is mm-hmm. more than it's like he, he's like the main movie. villain apparently against jason momoa yeah. and apparently he's like menacing and they're both in oh well well all, well they're not both in marvel but you can say that Batista's superhero role outshined uh, The Rocks, and Batista was just a side character. Like, that's crazy. And, but if you don't want to say that, you can definitely say John Cena's superhero surpassed uh, fucking The Rocks. As, as, yeah, truly. But like, fucking Peacemaker's a C list, uh, no, a D list, F list character. And he had Black Adam, who's a B list villain and couldn't do it right. But that's because he wanted to be the main character. And instead of fighting Shazam, he was like, no, I'm the hero. Fuck Shazam. Fuck Zachary Levi. That was one of the things. Like, James Gunn also pitched to make Zachary Levi and Shazam actually matter. And if The Rock wanted to participate in that, he could as Black Adam, but he didn't want that. He wanted, he thought that he said this in quote, how how does it look that Black Adam is losing to someone who looks like Zachary Levi's Shazam? That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's why he wanted to fight Henry Cavill because he was like Henry Cavill is actually a match for him physically. Fucking asshole. That made me lose so much respect for The Rock. All right, but getting away from that, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, enough Rock, not, not enough Rock slander, too much. <laughs> it's uh, so like. Um, you know, Batman did get nominated for like, yes, did. For like best sound, um, which is good. Yeah, I like, look, I get, I get the Batman not being nominated for for serious stuff. I get it. Like, I understand. Um, didn't get costume design. Just prize. It should have got. It should have got. It, it better win makeup for Black Penguin. Panther. It better. It better be Black Black Panther for makeup, because like what they did with the Penguin was incredible. The only other the only other question you might have to pose with that is the whale. Oh yeah, with uh with uh Brendan Fraser. But you can honestly say, but I still knew that was Brendan Fraser with, with the penguin. You did not know that was Colin Farrell. That's true. You did not, like at all. Um so best animated feature film, I think, is an interesting one. You got Marcel, uh, you got you Guillermo's Pinocchio, which will probably win. That's probably win. Boots, last wish. Season I heard that's pretty good. Ahead. I heard Puts in Boots is actually boots. really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to watch his trilogy now. You you should watch that one because apparently, like, the villain is, like, the coolest concept. Like, apparently the villain is a villain that's been in all of the Shrek movies and is going to be tied into the next one. But the villain's death. And, like, it's the it's the living embodiment of death. But he, uh, Puss in Boots has to fight it because he hasn't been cherishing his life. 
nine lives and he's on his last life. But at the end, he goes back to far, far away to meet up with Shrek. And apparently they're going to end up having to fight death together because Shrek's going to something's going to happen with that. That's so fucking cool what they're doing, but it won't win. To me, it's Pinocchio or turning red, but Pinocchio's going to win. Yeah, Pinocchio win. Yeah, for sure. Um, visual effects will be interesting when the son of when the Batman's in, but they're yeah. going to run up against Top Gun. Uh, Avatar and Ultimate in the Western. A- Avatar's going to win. Big bat. Big yeah. Bat. Um, I thought it was interesting that RRR didn't get nominated for International Feature. <sighs> That's fucked up. <laughs> but I mean, if you if you're nominating RRR, you better nominate the Batman because, like, I get I mean, it. I'm talking about. I'm talking about International Feature. No, I know what you're talking about, but there's ten slots for Best Picture, and I can tell you. There's two movies in that Beck's picture slot that should that the Batman should have been nominated over. Before we talk about it, uh, original screenplay is Banshees, uh, Everything Everywhere at Once, They Wins, Tar, and Strangle Sadness. Probably. I'm watching Banshees this weekend. I heard, apparently, yeah, it's like amazing. Uh, it's like, sad. I've heard a lot of people have been like, I did not enjoy watching that. But I mean, Damn. Like, people who like, well, it's because it's, it's sad. sad. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I heard it's like super sad, yeah. but like really good and funny at times. Adapted screenplay is Glass Onion Living, Old Fire of the Western Front, nice. probably win, or Women Talking, and then Top Gun Maverick, which it would be really interesting if they just gave Top Gun Maverick that. Hey, and give Tom Cruise his Oscar. I'm with it. Uh, so, Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett, Hung Shaw. Uh, I'm being honest. Like, like, Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Stephanie Haas. I'm being honest. I, didn't, I still haven't I watched Black Panther. I'm going to watch it February 1st when it comes out, Black History Month. But they only nominate Angela Bassett to appease the Marvel crowd. She should not win. It better go to eat it. And Jamie Curtis shouldn't win either. It should go to the daughter. Stephanie Shu from Everything All at Once. That's the daughter, right? That's yeah. who it should go to one thousand percent. She was fucking flawless. She could have been the lead. Like she was flawless in how good she was. I think she was better than Michelle Yeoh. Right. And what would be interesting is if they decided to give it to her because Michelle Yeoh won. Mm, I think that might yeah. happen. I so think you're the right. Lead actresses: Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Williams, and Andrea Riseborough, Anna Darmus, and Kate Blanchett. Which Kate I think Blanchett, is crazy that Anna is there, but Kate Blanchett, Blanchett is going to win. I think it's crazy that Anna Darmus is over Viola Davis for Woman King. Woman King was a better movie right. and more of an Oscar type movie because that's like classic, epic, been her. Like Viola Davis should have been nominated, but that's going to Clay Blanchett for Tar. Yeah, best supporting is uh, Brennan Gleeson, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, which I was really hey, to see. I heard Jeff he was Hirsch. like a phenomenal in that. You know, we talked about Causeway. Apparently, he's like people. People were crying. People said that was like one of the best performances of the year. Um, so Judd Hirsch, Barry Keown, and Ki Hui Huang. Yeah, Ki Hui Huang. Short round from Indiana Jones. He's not going to win. He, he got nominated. Mm-hmm. You know who's getting that one. That's that, who are the first two? Brennan Gleason. Brennan Gleason and Brian Tyree Henry. Who's the one after that? John Hirsch and Barry Keown. It's going to either be Barry Keown or uh, Brennan Gleason. Or Brian Tyree Henry is a sleeper. I think they just nominated Key and that's his win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think that's probably the one that I don't know. I agree with that. You're going anywhere. I agree with that. Um, lead actor, you got Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brandon. Frazier, Paul Mescal, Bill 
nine. That's either going to Brendan Fraser or Colin Farrell. Going to Brendan Fraser. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> uh, best director, Martin Mc, McDonough. McDonough? For Banshees. And Daniel Klein and Daniel Schneinert. Who did Tar? No. Uh, who did Tar is top field? He, he's, he's there? Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans and Ruben Oscar. Oh Austin shit! I forgot Kevin about Sentence. the Fa- the Fablemans is an Oscar movie that it to me it's this is a three person race between Martin McDonough, uh, Steven Spielberg, and the guy who did Tar. You don't think that everything everywhere all at once guys have a shot of getting that? I think I, look, I'm being honest. I think everywhere all at once. I think they have a shot. I think they have a shot, but I think it though if they win awards, it's going to either supporting actress, supporting Writing. actor, or best actor, best actress with Michelle Yeoh. Or writing. I think that's that too. I think that's where it's going. I think best picture and director are for the Fableman's Tar or Banshees of Isherin. All right, now we're in best picture. So you got Old Fire in Western France, Avatar, Banshees of Isherin, Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fableman's Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. I saw. I don't think should be there is Avatar. I've seen Elvis and I've seen Top Gun. Batman should be over both of them and Avatar. That's those are three movies the Batman could have been nominated over. <clears throat> I like the Batman more than all three of those movies, and I think it objectively is a better movie than all three of those. Those three just got nominated to appease the the superhero action movie crowd with Top Gun, Avatar, and and Elvis is the biopic crowd. Personally, I think the most criminal uh, snub and mainly. The entire thing is no. Oh yeah, I I didn't even realize where, that. Where at least screenplay? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Screenplay? yeah, you're absolutely right. Kiki Palmer got snubbed. See, okay, I'm okay with nope not being in best picture, but best original <clears throat> screenplay, best be, best original screenplay, and Kiki Palmer should have been nominated. Kiki Palmer not, probably should have won. Sound, yeah, Ooh, the sound effects. and special effects were amazing. You're absolutely right. Like the way he filmed the vagina monster and them going up it, nuts. All of that's practical. None of that's CGI. He should have won for special effects. You're right. You're right. You're right. They got snubbed. I mean, just the fact that Nope is not involved on any of these categories. And you're absolutely right. It 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 wouldn't have won Best Picture, but it should have just like the Batman should have been nominated. Nope should have been nominated. You could have took out Elvis, Top Gun, and Avatar and gave me Nope in the Batman, and it would have been a realistic. Uh, or it would have been a much better Oscar nominations. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I think Nope is the craziest. Yeah. Snub. And he doesn't yeah. even get it for director. Like, come on, fam. Right. And I think I think Glass Onion got enough to be okay, but I'm still surprised that it didn't get more. Yeah. Like Ryan Johnson didn't get like that's one where Ryan Johnson should have been nominated for best director or best original screenplay. Yeah, my thing is like if we're gonna put ten best pictures on here, I think we need to extend the category. Just maybe one or one more, make it six. I'm with you. For director, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. percent Because like because in Hollywood nowadays, the nomination carries stays with you just as long as the win. Yeah, no. If you can nominate, it's like be you know at least you get to say that anytime you're mentioned ever. That's why Key is so happy because Key's like. At least I got nominated, you know. Right. So that's why I'm like, he he might not win because, like, I think the nomination was them saying like, "Dope, glad you did this." But if they give it to him, that'll be huge. Right. So we'll see what happens. 
Yep. All right. Next month, I believe. Let's get movie on the rise where we give you one movie, TV show, or a couple that have been that are coming out this week that we think you need to check out. And I have some on Netflix, but Schubert, you can go first if you want. Um, I'm pretty much just kind of focused on Love Island. Okay, nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, we got you people this Friday. We have uh, also new to Netflix this week, uh, besides you people, which we definitely got to watch and review. I'm ecstatic for that. Record of Ragnarok season two comes this week, which I think people are excited about. In that, oh, no, it drops Thursday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm on Netflix right now. Uh, It drops Thursday. Also, we got uh, there's another thing that I think is important that I thought there was something else that was important. that was dropping this week. Those might be the only two, but I thought there was something else maybe on Hulu. I don't know. Oh yeah. The Bill Russell doc drops next week. So yeah, that's the other thing I was thinking about, but that drops February 8th. So that's the end of the week. Uh, next. No, that's two weeks from now. That's not even next week. See Netflix doing that next week shit. I think there's something on HBO max. Oh, theaters this weekend. You get, um, 80 for Brady with all the uh, okay yeah you're you right get, um, missing with um, Storm Reed yeah you're right Miss, missing is what people were excited and about man called out with Tom Hanks yep 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 and, and oh and the new season of whatchamacallit uh Bomani's Game Theory uh, starts as well as YOLO uh that's what I was thinking of YOLO Silver Destiny is that what it's called uh, the YOLO girls the Adult Swim show is out now on uh HBO Max. The first two episodes are out. So yeah, I'm watching that yeah, that's, tonight. That's I forgot that. about that. Um let's talk real quick about Monster. Did you watch any of it? Oh no, I no, no. I thought we we're doing Monster next week. I thought we we're doing it once we got to we yeah. do it next week. Yes, I, yeah. I think if we're gonna do it up to 20, then that's fine. Because I yeah, that's what I thought. Like 14, I think. Perfect. I started watching One Piece again a little bit. Nice! Wake up now. Give us an update. We need to know. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm, I'm not far from where I'm at. I, that's where we left off as I found out that Sanji was going to get married. Or ah, Vince Smoke. Big Mom took him. So, like, now I'm, I'm at the point, like, what I just saw was Robin reading the Pony Glyph. Oh, you're still, on like, the, you're still on the elephant. Finding, yeah, I'm still on the elephant. So. Okay, okay, nice. So you found out yeah. about Momo, Momo being a, being a Wano Kuni samurai, uh-huh. Right. Uh, how did, how did that like shock you? the ninja. How important of a moment Rizo. was Rizo is safe. And they all, bro, that was a fucking impactful moment. Like Rizo don't know is safe. And they all been down and like the straw hats gasped because like those dudes sacrificed their lives for them. Like that was loyalty to the fullest, bro. Shout out to the, shout yeah. out to, to Nekomamushi and Inner Arashi, Duke, Duke Dogstrom and Cat Viper. Some of the best characters in one piece. Yeah. No, that was it was pretty cool. That was a good sequence, but I had seen that before. I'm kind of okay. You passed that. You passed that. You passed that. Have they brought up the 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 idea that there's a traitor? Because that's coming up in Zo too. Oh, that's coming up. Because they're going to be like, well, how did they know Rizo? Like, how how was he so sure that Rizo was here? Like the samurai start saying that amongst themselves, and they're like. Hmm, who's the traitor? Oh, yeah, actually, that has been okay. I was about, brought up. I was about to like, say, yeah, that should have been brought up by now. If Robin's reading the Poneglyph, keep yeah. paying attention to that. That's very important. 
Um, so that's so, uh, but in terms of monster, I got a little bit down the way, and it's gotten pretty interesting because uh-huh. right off of his story, because and they told you what's going on to the detective and what's going on uh-huh. with like his ex fiance. I'm like, uh huh, shit's getting it's fucking wild. crazy. <laughs> your smile it's, tells it's me, guns of people now. yeah, your smile tells me everything I, I knew about monster. You're fucking with it. <laughs> Um, so that's going on. I know my guy. If you like Mayor of Easttown, you gotta love Monster. <laughs> so besides last semester, oh, we're talking about Your Honor. Yeah, you're, Your just Honor. just real quick. You basically you basically explained what what happened. I just watched episode one. I'm gonna just be real quick. Thought it was a good season. I'm glad that we uh, saw some flashbacks of Eugene being able to escape the party after shooting Adam and having intended to kill Carlo instead. I thought getting back into the world was great. I thought seeing what's going on with, with Michael was great. Like, uh, and, uh, and then, uh, meeting the new character by Rosie Perez, who's supposed to be an ally to Michael. That shit was cool. I'm interested what Rosie Perez is going to do because, huh? Yeah. Facts, 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 facts. He's not with her. Yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, basically she's, she, and she, is not worried about Michael. She's worried about using Michael to get to the Baxters. Pretty much. I feel like there's history behind that. Yeah, I feel like they did something to her and like she's out for revenge type situation. And like, uh, is she, is that the reason why he's gonna, he's out of jail essentially is to be like a snitch? Well, that's, yeah, that's essentially why he's out. Like, okay, he, thought so. He's basically out of jail because Rosie Perez wants him out of jail to be a snitch. To, like, yeah be a snitch so and why did he go to jail i that's the only thing i didn't get in the show i might have been texting see like i'm kind of iffy on that as well um they don't really talk about it much they didn't explain it but it wasn't because of his son it wasn't none of that mm -hmm. shit he didn't get caught for that it wasn't for what he confessed for because that's oh yeah he confessed like he confessed and so like in the second episode the one thing i'll tell you is that he runs into the that cop that he was friends with Mm. she's like i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you back in jail like as soon as as soon as like she's like as soon as this stuff with rosie is over you're going right back in he ain't like, going back he about to get immunity <laughs> like he's what like, <laughs> he's like yeah I'm, I, I agree with you at he's least the black dude's still cool with him our guy she well he doesn't know that michael <laughs> confessed spilled the beans yeah true who so, did like, he confess so he to he just confessed to that woman huh to the woman the cop yeah and the, it's on it's on but she ain't turned it in yet. For, for, but she ain't turned him in for that. No, because Rosie Perez told her not to. Not to, she yeah. Like, thought so. Cool, like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, and Rosie Perez is not going to let her put that out ever because he's going to get immunity for helping them with the Baxters, which he's going to have to be a snitch. He's going to die. Yeah, that, there's no way to me the Baxters would believe anything he says from this point on. Well, I mean, he's going to try and defend them now that he knows that. True. 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 Crazy. Good first episode, though. I'm back in it. I love it. I'm glad. It's dope to be back in New Orleans for a TV show. Right. They they, they shoot it well. Besides the fact that they make the city seem so small. Yeah, and I and I like how they actually go to real places in New Orleans that me and you have seen. They do. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Where the Baxter Hotel is, I think, is really interesting mm-hmm. i don't know where the, there's a bar that comes into play in the second episode i don't know where that's filmed okay i'm gonna have to look for that okay real all right last of us episode two 
my only my biggest takeaway is thank God they got the clickers right because it's beautiful the way and nasty looking. They're going to win an Emmy first for uh, effects like uh, in costume a thousand percent. And also Bella Ramsey is phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She's good. Oh, you don't think she's great? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't really know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. Everything I'm watching when I, because every time I watch an episode, I watch up to what's going on in the game. Oh, okay. So you're learning too. Yeah, got you. And so like right at the moment, I just like, I think they're playing two different characters, which is fine. Well, the character that Bella Ramsey's playing in terms of the show is great. I think, I think that, um, I think that the per like also in the beginning of the game, L is very different, and I think Bella Ramsey is more hardened. Like I think it because in the game it shows that she's more soft in the beginning, whereas right. whereas in the show like she started, went that, like she went to the level that she gets midway into the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. They may, I think, and I think they did it because to speed up things because early, because it's a game, you have to like level it up and she gets more militant and hardened after she sees more deaths, like in, in the game. And I think they sped that process up because Bella Ramsey is playing L, a version of L that you see more towards the middle of the game. Well, I mean, I think she's doing a good job. Also love Ted, I love Sarah Nicole uh I mean Nico Parker's uh Sarah she did a good job too. Yeah. Um yeah Sarah Sarah was great but um in terms of the second episode I, I got lost track for a second I was like Sarah Sarah was in that episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also I love Tess. Yeah, but she's gone. Yeah. Did a really good job with that. Except mm-hmm. for the creepy kiss thing at the end. That yeah, well, that was just a tad bit. <laughs> but, I, but I do like when I looked side to side. I was like, I'm glad that they made the zombie horde be the the one thing that she fights off instead of the military. Yep, I agree. And I thought it. Ma- I thought it made the zombie the the fact that these zombies aren't walking dead zombies. They aren't slow. These are like morally terrifying. I think that was very showcased well with Tess. And the TV show's thing about stepping on a root or something can make a horde like come after yep. you. Apparently, that's not in the game. Yeah. Oh no, 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 that wasn't. That wasn't. You're right. That was not in the yeah. game. But I think that's a. I think I like that now because it definitely sets their zombies apart from other zombies. Yeah. No, you're right. I also like how the episode starts with like the flashback of before the outbreak. I thought that was great. Um, that was cool. That yep. was really that was really neat. It, it really sets the tone when you're getting into it, and she's like, and, and meeting that professor of my mycology yeah. is was we call. I think, like you said, she set up everything that's about to happen very, very well. Just like how the first episode had that TV show in the '60s, I thought both flashbacks of scientists explaining what's going on helps very much with like what's going on. Yeah, and, and especially when like something in this episode harkens to it. Like in this yep. episode, it was like. She's she told everyone to bomb, so they bombed everybody, and like that's why Boston is like messed up. It's yep, they were bombed. Yep, yep, yep. And so, I love how they really put on how L is like the major, like she's the saving point of all of this, 
And to your point about Boston, it really showed how decimated they were. And that was a city that did well. Yeah. That's what they were saying. It's like, this is, you know, the bombing worked in Boston. But then mm-hmm. we so Yep. And that's why. In Boston. And that's the way it's at. Like, damn. And, and, and when Elle sees that outside the, the QZ isn't swarming and infected, she's so just like shocked by that. She's like, what the fuck? I thought all of this was like supposed to be crazy. And she's the, the idea that she starts to think all of this is rumors and stuff is really growing. And that becomes like a big thing later on about like her suspicions about things she's been told her whole life and learning that it's not what it seems. Right. Like she's been fed the fireflies. Mm-hmm. So yep. that she's going to get in the real world and be like, well, maybe they're not all right. Yep. 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 And just the ending is as uh, Joel and Ellie move from the flames and like Joel is upset that he lost the last person. And it's like L, like both of their faces, like how they like kind of mirror each other, but in different ways, how Joel is defeated. Like he just lost, he's lost so much. He lost the last person. He doesn't know what to do. Meanwhile, Elle is like, I need to muster up the courage because this journey's just starting. And for her, this is going to be even uh, like one of the longest journeys she's ever been on. Right. So I think they're doing a really great job. I like Fuck yeah. that we got an hour episode this week. And we're going back to <laughs> your ass, your, your ass with the, the hour and a half. Can't take it. <laughs> it's too long for a TV show. <laughs> I'm okay it's with it. Movie. Fuck it. That's a movie. But when we but when Mandalorian gives us an hour and a half, your ass is perfectly fine. When? Never. Never. <laughs> they, never do. They, they, they never do. Those, they give but us you want it. Minute <laughs> Mandalorian episodes. Do you not want it? Basically 30 minutes and 10 minutes of credits. <laughs> do you not want a Mando hour 30? Which is basically hour 20 for Mando. Because like well, I want them to do a TV movie one day. Yeah. Okay. So you're really on the bandwagon that anything over an hour in TV is TV movie. No. Okay. Okay. Because Game of Thrones is usually about uh, hour twenty, hour fifteen, seventy. Yeah. No, it's about sixty-five, seventy minutes. Battle of the Bastards was an hour twenty-five. I was about to say there's some episodes. That was six years of build. Okay, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Six seasons of build. Like we're talking like last. What was House of Dragon? What was House of Dragon first episode? That was an hour fifteen. Because I think Last of Us needed the first hour because for people like you, they had to explain everything. It, they could have gave us a 50-minuter if they were like, oh, let's do it just the game for the gaming fans. But for people like you who, and my girlfriend who never played the game, it needed to be that deep hour to explain six. everything. Okay, real. All right. Maybe it could have been an hour 10, cut it down a little bit. But you understood everything that was going on after that first episode. Yeah. You did. They did a good job, so... But that's all I got on Last of Us. Great episode. Ready right. for the next one. Next week, we're going to get Nick Offerman. So that'll be interesting. Nice. We'll do a deep dive on that. We'll have Your Honor, the second and third episode. And then we'll talk about Monster officially the first 20 episodes. Hype. Hype. All right, Lyndon. Let everyone know what's going on with the network. Uh, you follow me at LynnBWT. Follow Bros. Who Think at Bros. Who Think. A lot of content dropping this week. Manga Melee. The One Piece Manga Review. Um, One Piece. Our, we started a new series discussing the two. We're, we're discussing crew versus crew. You know about this. We're discussing which crew is better. But in the Yonkos, we're gonna do. We're gonna break down all the Yonko crews this week. It's Big Mom versus Kaido's crew. We're discussing captains, 
uh, and we're discussing the structure of the crew, who's written better, who's stronger, all of that. We're putting the two crews to the test and we come up with our answer for who's the better crew. The next one we're doing Whitebeard's crew versus we haven't decided who the, we'll probably do the versus the winner. But either way, we're doing that. Also, Kaiju number eight discussions dropping work, shoot show, wrestling pods dropping, run it back is dropping. The bros who think podcast is dropping the full slate for the network this week. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at bros who think to stay up to date. Um, you can follow me on um, Twitter at tubesbwc, yep. TikTok at mbwc. Um, I've recently been doing a new movie trivia app. Oh, okay, what's it called? It's called Newbie Trivia. You can okay. advertise it on AMC. Real. Um, so oh, which you can I, find you and battle you? I think so. Nice. Well, give us your name. I'm going to come battle your ass. <laughs> it's Adam BWT on there. All right. I'm going to be Lynn BWT on Newbie. I'm coming. What's your high score? Uh, I don't know what my high score is because like, <laughs> I have different games. Okay. Okay. But uh, I've got a lot of points. Okay. Um, nice. Got a few wins. Like, you know, you, you collect popcorn and like okay. popcorn, you just. Use it to buy other avatars or like, you know, hints. Okay, other stuff. Yeah, I got you. All right, lit. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, they have like a name that movie. Okay. One of the games, and then there's like a bunch of other cards you play. It's like box office hero, where it gives you like three movies. And you have to choose who is the lowest in the box office, who is the highest in the box office. Oh, that and sounds fun. Like, it's got little mini games like that. It's pretty fun. Okay, that sounds dope. I'm gonna check that out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, other than that, the only thing that I did watch that I remembered is The Accused. We talked about it last week. I watched the first episode with Curse. I'm glad you... I liked the first episode. That was wild. That was a really interesting way to, <laughs> to introduce the show. Shootings. Yeah, bro. Like, I did not expect that at all. Yeah. Blew my fucking mind. Very good first episode. Yeah, I'm, I, we're in it for the second episode. Curse was a little sad, though. That's going to be different. Like, it's anthology. She was like into those casts, and I was like, "But no, it's gonna it, it's gonna make sense." Yeah, every story is gonna be insular. I was shocked that Michael Chiklis was the first episode, though. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was gonna he be did, like, "Yeah, he did a damn good job." He did. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who the his son or whatever is. A guy who's oh, he was a uh, he was Pete and Pete's Dragon. Oh, see, so I didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't know which. I didn't see it either, but I just remembered that he was the kid that the kid from there. Okay, real. Like, but yeah, no, the accused was dope. I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, I I totally forgot about yeah, that. That's on Fox. It's good. Yeah, I think I watched it after Poker football. Face comes out. Poker Face comes out. We didn't mention the movie on the rise, but that's going to be watch officially that. out. I'll try to watch the first episode, um, give my thoughts. Oh, also, I watched Jack Ryan. I didn't. I told you I was gonna tell him about that. You, did, you, you stuck around that. to the end. Yeah. The first, the first three episodes I watched. You, you season three. Oh, I told him. Okay, yeah, that shit's scary. <laughs> yeah, you said it was like similar to the Ukraine situation. Yeah, bro, that shit's terrifying. Like, I like I could picture that shit happen. And then today they moved the Doomsday Clock up to ninety seconds. I was like, oh no, Jack Ryan. <laughs> wow. One one thing, you know, off top of that, I'm just thinking about at this point. Do you think they would ever remake 24? Because I think they would. Ooh, I think they would too. <laughs> I think they would and use modern time, day stuff. I think like, 
I think now would be a time where I think they could bring it back. But make it streaming, though. I want it on a streaming service. Make it like Paramount Plus. Yeah. To where you can really deep dive. That'd be hard. But isn't it owned by Fox? Like what you're doing with Criminal Minds. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be on Hulu. Well, put it on Hulu. Oh, um, even better. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be down for that. That wraps up everything for this episode of The Bros Who Binge. Make sure you catch everything going on with The Bros Who Big Network and catch us again for another episode next week. I hope everyone has a great week and as always, keep binging.